0: The former prime ministers of Australia and Sweden have voiced their support for Taiwan in the face of Chinese aggression. They, along with President Tsai Ing-wen, were among speakers from some ten countries, participating virtually on Thursday at the annual Ushan Forum, which also had a physical presence in Taipei.
1: The fourth Ushan Forum was held Thursday with a focus on new dynamics in the post-COVID era. Government dignitaries were invited to attend virtually. President Tsai gave a speech via video emphasizing that Taiwan was facing constant military provocations.
2: Our
3: democratic system and security continue to face persistent military threats and provocation from particular sources. We oppose any heavy-handed and unilateral aggressive actions that jeopardize regional security and solidarity. Any political attempt to prevent Taiwan from sharing its experience. And making contributions does not serve the collective interests of the region.
1: Also through video, former Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull and former Swedish Prime Minister Carl Bildt directed strong words at Beijing.
2: China under President Xi Jinping, which has become more authoritarian at home and more aggressive abroad. Dissent, real or imagined, has been brutally put down in Xinjiang. Iran. Must be able to come back to the position it once had. To put up political barriers against anyone is to diminish the possibilities of success for everyone. An authoritarian system on the surface always looks strong and stable. But all of
0: the experience of history is that they can be very brittle, as they don't necessarily enjoy the trust and the confidence of the
1: people. Other foreign officials spoke up for Taiwan, including Japanese Diet Representative Furuya Keiji.
0: Taiwan says it withdrew from a China-sponsored virtual expo last month due to an unauthorized name change. Prior to a tourism fair held by the Pacific Asia Travel Association, Taiwan saw that it was listed on the program as the Taiwan Strait Tourism Association. Taiwan had registered under the name Taiwan Tourism Bureau. Tourism director Zhang Shitong wrote a letter of protest to the fair's Chinese sponsor, but negotiations over the name were unproductive. In the end, Taiwan chose to pull out of the event. President Tsai Ing-wen reiterated her call for a Taiwan-U.S. bilateral trade agreement on Thursday. She was speaking at the presidential office at a reception for Taiwanese business interests based in North America. During the event, she asked the delegation to draw on their connections to advance the signing of a bilateral trade agreement, which would open new doors for Taiwan's economy.
1: The Taiwanese Chamber of Commerce of North America is back in Taiwan. President Tsai warmly welcomed the business leaders at the presidential office on Thursday.
4: This time you have had to undergo home quarantine. I appreciate you all for it. I also want to express to you our most sincere welcome. Welcome home.
1: President Tsai thanked the U.S.-based chamber members for the contributions in people-to-people diplomacy on Taiwan's behalf.
2: (laughs) Through the 10 million masks,
4: 10 million tokens of love campaign, face masks were donated to U.S. and Canadian medical institutions. All of you are working hard to realize the spirit of Taiwan can help and Taiwan is helping. You have made a tremendous contribution to Taiwan's bid for more international space.
1: Tai asked the chamber to help further expand Taiwan's international space by facilitating a bilateral trade agreement with the US.
4: I It's my hope that all of you U.S.-based Taiwan businessmen will marshal the connections cultivated there over all these years to help us bring about a Taiwan-U.S. trade deal, that is, to promote the signing of a BTA. This would grant Taiwan's economic and trade relations many more opportunities for development.
1: Amid the trade war and COVID pandemic, shifts are underway in the global supply chain. The Tsai administration is taking a multi-pronged approach to help Taiwan emerge stronger from the tides of change.
0: Taiwanese businesses are being urged by the foreign ministry and Taitra to trade more in Africa. Business experts say there's a massive trade potential there, with average economic growth across the continent at 5%. At a promotional event, the opportunities were illustrated by fine dining with a fusion of culinary elements.
3: A freshly brewed Ethiopian blend coffee is poured. Nearby, South African boerewors sausage with pingdong onion and Somaliland lamb with Taiwanese tomatoes, a delicious pairing. The food was brought on stage at this foreign ministry and Taichung organized event to promote trade links between Taiwan and Africa.
4: Today, we held an introduction to the African market event in the hope of getting Taiwanese business to give greater consideration to African countries and African trade opportunities.
3: These skincare products are made with Somaliland's native spices as well as anti inflammatory pain relieving herbs. At the event, a Taiwanese organic agriculture company signed a letter of intent with Somaliland counterparts,
4: putting out feelers into the global market. I want to stress that any commercial activity will have its risk effectively reduced if the company works together with government. By working with the government, you can access a lot of official channels and receive a lot of highly accurate information. Our Southern Africa e-commerce center is in Eswatini. We have deep diplomatic ties with Eswatini, so a lot of e-commerce infrastructure is assisted by our business leaders there. We hope that on the basis of that infrastructure, e-commerce opportunities can be included when a trade link is first being established.
3: There are 55 countries on continental Africa, with a total population of 1.2 billion people. That's a gigantic market, and with annual economic growth about 5% on average, Taitra says Taiwanese businesses have a lot to gain.
0: The National Day Parade is on Saturday. For several years, first-generation immigrants have been asked to co-host the celebrations to represent the country's multiculturalism. As we reported a few days ago, this year's celebrated Korean teacher and translator No sung Jun will do the honors. Let's find out about her story. One host
3: of this year's National Day parade, No Soo Jung from South Korea, is fluent in Mandarin and Korean, and undaunted even by Taiwanese. Hello, She's been practicing hard for the big event. This year's National Day emphasizes the value of multiculturalism. In 2018, Nguyen Tu Hung from Vietnam was a co host. And in 2019, there was Turkish Taiwanese entertainer Uga Rifat Karlova. No is the latest immigrant to take
4: on the task. I started calligraphy as a child, and I've been practicing it over a decade, and I thought I could study a language with Chinese characters faster than others. That was my thinking. So then I started learning Chinese. Asked about
3: why she took up Chinese,
4: she laughingly
3: says she chose it as
4: her third language
3: to hasten the completion of her degree. After graduating, she worked a stint in Tianjin, China, before finally deciding to settle in Taiwan, where she began her teaching career.
4: Actually, two words. <laughs> Actually, I think friendly is not quite enough. The friendliness Taiwanese people show foreigners is so soft and warm. The thing I regret about Taiwan is, why can't we eat ginger duck stew in summer? It's so delicious, but you have to wait until winter.
3: No is a big fan of Taiwan's food as well as its people's warmth. She's a famous private Korean teacher and is also seen translating on stage for international megastars who come to Taiwan. But she never saw herself hosting the National
4: Day Parade, an exciting but scary prospect. When I saw the ROC Honor Guard rehearsing, I thought, how can they be so grand, so good-looking? So we're preparing very seriously, in fact.
3: Noah's is rehearsing non-stop to give her best performance on the day. She hopes audiences around the world will see the beauty of Taiwan in its multicultural democracy.
0: Taiwan reported one more imported COVID case on Thursday, a man who arrived September 15th from the Philippines. He had tested negative for the virus in tests both before his flight and upon arrival. He also showed no symptoms during or after his quarantine. But he tested positive on a self-paid COVID test he took on October 5th. Although that's more than 14 days since he arrived in Taiwan, health officials still believe he was infected overseas. Let's hear from them now.
1: Why are
0: so many cases
4: detected after the quarantine period? It could be that saliva tests may be more likely to produce a false negative for people who have been sick for longer. Whether they are infectious or not is another matter.
0: The official went on to say that Taiwan uses deep throat saliva tests for airport screening and those tests can fail to detect older infections. The CECC emphasizes that as long as individuals complete a 14-day quarantine, they don't pose an infection risk to others. More than a million flu shots have been administered since the government's vaccine campaign kicked off Monday. The pandemic has created a surge in demand, leaving many clinics temporarily out of stock. The Taiwan Centers for Disease Control says it will release a second round of doses ahead of schedule.
1: Three boxes have arrived, containing 1,000 doses in total they're bound to go quick. Since Monday, there's been an unprecedented rush for flu vaccines. Here at Far East and Memorial Hospital, a fresh supply arrived this afternoon.
3: If the demand stays as strong as it is now, I estimate it will take about three days to use these up.
1: And then there's National Taiwan University Hospital. It was allocated some 5,500 doses that were gone in three days. On Wednesday, the hospital suspended vaccination until the following afternoon.
3: Before, you'd have some people waiting until December before they'd mosey on over here for a flu shot. So many sites are out of government-funded vaccines. They'll have to go back and call up the second batch
1: doctors emphatically deny that flu shots lower the risk of COVID infection. But getting the shot can prevent misdiagnosis, they say. It also lowers the risk of getting flu and COVID at the same time, which would take a severe toll on the body. It's
3: really quite worrying that in the autumn and winter, we'll need to fight COVID spread while fighting a flu outbreak. So they're mainly asking that people get inoculated for the flu.
1: In 2019, some 810,000 flu shots were administered in the first three days of the campaign. But this year, uptake surged to 1.26 million in the first three days. The Taiwan CDC has rushed out an additional 426,000 doses to meet demand. Another 1.84 million doses will be distributed by October 21st. But if the demand continues, the 6 million doses prepared this year won't be enough. 流感疫苗通常都要很早之前去-
3: Influenza vaccines usually have to be pre-ordered with the manufacturer very early on because there is a certain amount of time between the pre-ordering and production. For example, if the vaccine is made in chicken eggs, the manufacturer has to ensure an egg supply. Because of the COVID pandemic, flu shot demand is also rising in other countries, so getting more shots will indeed be difficult.
1: The Taiwan CDC admits that it will be a struggle to purchase more flu vaccines. It advises at-risk groups to get vaccinated early before the supply runs out.
0: Nisencephaly is a rare brain disorder that's characterized by a smooth and wrinkle-free brain surface. About 300 people in Taiwan have it, and many of them also suffer from slow development or epilepsy. Working with researchers from around the world, Changgeng Memorial Hospital and National Ming University have pinpointed a gene that could be responsible for the condition. They hope the finding will chart out new paths for the development of therapeutic drugs and gene therapy. At birth, Xiaoyu was no different from
2: a typical child. But as he grew up, his parents noticed that his language skills were developing too slowly. By the age of one and a half, he could only say one or two words. He also suffered frequent bouts of epilepsy. Doctors at Tanga Memorial Hospital discovered that he had a rare variant of a gene called sep 85 l We used next genera- generation sequencing, a new technology, to search for new gene um, in one of our lisencephaly patients. And we luckily identified a new gene that has, uh, has never been reported before called sep 85 l And this is a gene located on the central zone of the cell. And we, uh, in collaboration with uh, National Young University, that we uh, confirmed that this uh, mutation will affect neuronal migration and therefore explain why these children have this severe brain developmental disorder. After discovering the boys' rare gene variant, cheung research team began collaborating with teams from Australia, the U.S., and Malaysia. They found that 12 other lisin patients in the world also had rare variants of the same gene. In lab experiments, National Yangming University researchers found that abbreviations of CEP85L caused neurons to migrate abnormally in mice in the way that lisin does.
1: Uh, these patients would suffer from uh, developmental uh, de- uh, de- uh, delays or uh, epilepsy, or uh, mental retardation because the circuits are not formed. This new gene is very, very interesting because previously uh, centrosomal genes has been associated with another neurodevelopmental disorder, uh, so-called microcephaly which makes the uh, brain sm- uh, 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 smaller. But this is the first gene that has been identified in the centrosome that would cause a smooth brain. Identifying new pathways and new genes for neurodevelopmental disorders uh, has high impact on um, how we um, design our strategy to treat them.
2: This study was published in April in the scientific journal Neuron. Researchers hope their work can pave the way for faster diagnosis of brain disorders and even prenatal screening. They hope the findings can also be the basis for the drug or gene therapy development. For Mosa
0: News, Stephanie Yang, Huang Pinghan, in Taipei. Another Taiwan baseball star is rising in U.S. Major League Baseball. Nineteen-year-old pitcher Bo Yu Chen has signed with the Pittsburgh Pirates for a 1.25 million U.S. dollar bonus, or about 36 million NT. Chen was on the national team that won the 2019 Under-18s World Championship. Pirates general manager Ben Charrington said in a statement that Chen is an exciting young prospect with a good size and a quality pitch mix. Tree lovers, it's time to look up. Near Tainan's Nanshan Cemetery lies an area of unspoiled old woodland known by its Dutch name as Hagenaar's Forest. Rarely accessible to the public, it was recently opened for a special outing by Vice President Lai Ching De. He was shown the ancient trees by local custodians and indicated that the time may come for greater public access to the natural idol.
2: 其實九局台南市的
0: even locals
4: who've lived in Tainan for ages might not know there's this area of original forest to the south of the city. (inaudible) Everywhere you go in this forest, you see things like camphor trees so big it takes four people with arms outstretched to circle the trunk. (inaudible) This forest has up until now been maintained and continuously preserved for at least 100 years. This
3: little forest is subtropical with a wealth of vegetation including bamboo plants, camphor and cassia trees, which are the most prolific and stretch high into the sky. Two large specimens are especially striking and precious.
4: When I entered, I felt really moved because the forest seems so incredibly natural and it's been preserved so perfectly. Back when the
3: vice president was mayor of Tainan, he initiated nearby a restoration of Zhu River. Hagenar's forest got its name during the Dutch colonial era. It's shrunk as the city has grown, but this area
4: downriver has been preserved in its original
2: form.
4: It's a win-win situation, in that on the one hand we get to preserve this forest, and on the other, we can offer it, to an appropriate degree, to the city's residents as a space to be in.
3: The forest is very rarely open for visits like this. Even old Tainaners may never have been inside, but Vice President Lai's visit may herald a glimpse of greater accessibility.
0: The price of goose meat has fallen in a tailspin due to the pandemic, and it's now reached a three-year low. To heat up demand, a National Goose Farmers Association has launched a line of ready-to-eat dishes featuring Taiwan goose, like goose over rice, goose with wontons, and goose fat fries. At the launch event, a nutritionist said that goose meat is an excellent source of protein, vitamins A and B, as well as folic acid and iron. Goose fat is high in monounsaturated fatty acids, which are good for heart health and suitable for people with cardiovascular disorders.